Welcome to Plus Size Stories, Episode 3. Today, we talk with AJ, a 40-year-old man from Omaha, Nebraska, and he has lost a lot of weight and overcome a lot of hurdles. So let's just get to it and talk with AJ. Have a good one. Okay, and today we're talking with AJ. He's a 40-year-old man from Omaha. I got it right this time. Um, <laughs> from Omaha. And uh, he is on quite the weight loss journey and has done some incredible things. So, AJ, welcome. Thank you so much. Yeah, Kurt, thank you. I'm so excited that we got to do this and that uh, we finally got this figured out. Yeah, so. no kidding. It's been a long time coming. I know I talked to you about sure. it, what, probably like six months ago, I think. Um, yeah. So, um, so, AJ, why don't you tell people a little bit about yourself? Uh, where are you from? What do you do? Just the AJ story. Yeah, so I'm, uh, I'm a 40-year-old man from Omaha, Nebraska. I grew up in North Omaha. Um, it's a little tougher side of town, if that makes any sense. So uh, I had to always grow up with like the persona of being a tough guy even though I'm not, <laughs> but, uh, so, and then I, um, I'm one of eight boys. My parents had eight boys. Wow. And, uh, so uh, we grew up and, um, we always moved around a lot. And so it was kind of hard making friends and stuff like that. But, uh, you know, it's, it's part of, uh, moving around when you have a big family and, and, um, not a lot of money, if that makes a lot of sense. So, yeah. So were you with? Uh, were you generally within Nebraska when you were moving around? Yeah. 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 We moved. Uh, we would move blocks away sometimes. Okay. Like uh, it's just whatever they found. Um, a lot of times, especially like before my mom met my dad, there was a lot of times where we'd get evicted, and so we'd have to move in like the middle of the night, and so. <laughs> wow. So there was a few times where that happened, and. Uh, it's just, it's part of the, it was part of my upbringing that makes me a little bit humble, more humble of a guy uh, of where I'm at and where I came from. So I sell, I sell semi-tires now. Uh, I run a store that sells semi-tires and um, I'm just a system manager, but uh, I do a lot of the day-to-day -day stuff and sure. I organize and stuff like that. So um, I've been there for 21 years. Wow. And, uh, uh, I met my wife when I was start when I was working there, and so we've been married since 2005, and we have two beautiful daughters that um have never had to worry about moving out in the middle of the night. So, uh, how good does no, that feel? That's got to feel great. It's it's a big difference because I know I know especially my mom. I know my mom had a pretty rough upbringing herself, so I know like. You know, but she always raised us to be a little bit better of men. And so we always wanted to be better for her. And, and uh, uh, yeah, she uh, she um, she really tried to raise us the best way that she could, you know, not knowing, like, how to raise boys, I'm sure. So my dad's an over-the-road trucker, so my mom had us by ourselves a lot. And mm -hmm. uh, it was a lot of... I'm sure there was a lot of times where she wanted to kill us all. Put it that way. <laughs> so, yeah, that's a, that's 
that's that's my basics basics of uh start you know where i came from and stuff like that so and how old the kids so uh kendall's a sophomore she's 15 uh and she thinks she's 25 as they all do yep (laughs) she has an attitude and uh it's funny sometimes she's really funny though i don't know where she gets the sass from but she's definitely (laughs) one of those funny sassy kids and then uh carson is uh 10 she just turned 10 uh fourth grade and she's amazing she just she's very kind and very generous and and loving and and not that Kendall's not, because Kendall does all those things also, but she's definitely a little bit more sassier. Yeah, so. well, the, part of that's the age, right? And, and uh, yeah. yeah, you got your hands full for a few years. For sure. <laughs> for sure. So uh, what, why don't you tell us a little bit about well, about your, your, uh, your weight loss journey. When did you actually start losing weight, and was that at your peak weight? Uh, no, I've actually, this is the fifth time that I've lost over a hundred pounds. Okay. Uh, at one of my peaks, uh, was 2017. I was 493. Uh, but it's not a weight that I, that I actually count. My starting weight is 466. And I was that in technically December of 2021. Mm-hmm. And that's when I had, um, where I, where I had my neck injury, so. Yeah, so and only because we've talked privately, but but so to yeah. tell everybody a little bit about your neck injury. What happened and how did that all? So I had so I had a pinched nerve in my shoulder that was going down to my arm, and everybody's like, "You got to go to a chiropractor." I've never been to a chiropractor for a day in my life, and I go to a guy, um, a friend of a friend, and he, they take the X-rays and they're like, "Oh yeah, no." Some I could totally fix. I could totally help you. Uh, so when he was adjusting me, one of the times he crushed my C6. Um, and I didn't, it didn't happen. Like it wasn't like an instant thing, but he made it like um, to where I couldn't walk for a couple of weeks, basically. Well, I was holding on the walls and then eventually I had, I had a, um, so then we had like a very, um uh, god how do i want to say this like it was like it was gradual mm-hmm. and it wasn't like something that just hit it's like my legs started getting weaker and weaker and weaker and i know i had the problem beforehand uh he just he just made it worse wow. so yeah so uh, did he have to take any responsibility for that you signed that waiver and ne- and i uh. never honestly i never pursued it yeah, past that because I know I signed that waiver and I know what it said. Okay, All right. and uh, that they're not liable for anything. So uh, the guy was super nice about it. He even called me when I was in the hospital to make sure I was okay. Um, I think he probably was a little bit worried, but um, but yeah, no, I uh, yeah, I never pursued it. So I really kind of honestly, but I know I signed that paper. So sure. So okay, so you so you have this uh, C seven C six you said, yeah. So C six, I crushed that. Yeah. Um. For about three weeks, I think like I'm just losing my balance. I went to my primary. My primary told me that I was low on iron. He looked at me as a 
that guy, he didn't look at me as a patient. And I really do believe that. Um, so he told me, he let me walk out and I'll say walk very, he let me stumble out of his, out of his office to get to my car. Um, he told me I was low on iron pills. All I did was check my blood. He never checked anything else. Huh. Um, and I explained to him what was going on with my shoulder. That had been a chiropractor. I explained all that to him. And he was like, no, I shouldn't have any issues. So, uh, but he was just, you know, he looked, the whole time I was, obviously he's not my doctor anymore, but the whole time that I was going to him, I always felt like he just looked at me as, as the fat guy, you know, like, you know, he never actually really tried to figure out, he never tried to help me lose weight, even though I asked multiple times, cause I was having trouble losing weight. Right. And, uh, he never tried to help me at all. Um, even though I think there was like some things that some prescriptions or something that could have probably helped me lose weight at the time. Um, and, uh, he just never prescribed any, any, never, uh, he never helped me with anything to be honest with you. And this was 2021. Uh, there's, that's the last time I seen him was 2021. Yeah. 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 Yeah, So the GLP ones and, and you know, the other weight, the Ozempics, uh, will go those, those really weren't as prevalent back then. They weren't. No, they, I mean, we knew about it. I had asked him about them probably four months prior to me having this neck injury and Mm -hmm. having all these problems. Um, and he told me that, uh, he didn't, he didn't like those drugs and he, he would not prescribe them. Okay. And so, and, oh, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. So I should have known when he said that to me in the right then and there that, you know, like, obviously he wasn't looking out for my best interests. Right. So, so, so from, okay. So from there, uh, after you took your iron pills, <laughs> then I took what? 20. I took like 20 iron pills because I couldn't walk. I couldn't like Right. So, um, yeah, you had to try something, right? Yeah. I was, I, cause four didn't work and six didn't work, you know, 10 didn't work. So 20 was, I, I'm surprised. I like, I don't know if you can OD on iron pills, but I tried. Wow. Because I couldn't, it was so like, I, I kept falling too. And I kept falling and then, you know, having to figure out how to pick myself up. And, uh, and so as a heavy Friday, guy, that's really hard to do. 466 pounds when I walked in the hospital. 466 pounds. I'll remember that for the rest of my life. I uh, so Friday night, um, it was like two o'clock in the in the afternoon. I fall at work. Uh, and my guys, my guys are strong guys, big guys. Not really, but not not big enough to pick up a 466 pound guy. And so they picked me up. They got me into my car. I drive home and I'm like, and I'd been working out and stuff. And so I'm like, I'm going to take the weekend off of the gym. I'm just going to chill, figure out, hopefully these iron pills will start working. They don't. Sunday night, I tried to get up to go to the bathroom, which I was like really trying to be cautious about going to the bathroom. Uh, and I fall in front of my wife and my kids and my wife is strong my wife is she's one of the strongest women i know and but there's he wasn't strong enough to pick up a 466 pound guy and 
I sat on the ground for like an hour and I cried. Yeah. And in front of my kids, in front of my wife. And uh, I still like, I still get emotional about it because I let myself get to that point and I know I did. I know it was my fault. Right. I, sitting on the ground, I know like my, because my weight had everything to do with my neck injury. Everything. So I knew, I knew it was my fault and I knew it was my problem. And so finally after an hour she, and my wife asked multiple times, you want me to call a squad? You want me to call a squad? And I was like, no, you're not calling a squad. So after an hour of trying, I just finally got so pissed that I gritted with my arms and I picked myself up off the ground using, using the couch, of course, you know, yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. And I just sat on the couch for a little bit and then my wife helped me down the bed and, um, uh, uh, some I'll remember the rest of my life. And I hope, I hope my girls forget about it, but yeah, they're not likely to, but, no. but maybe they turn it into something positive. Right. Right. So, yeah. and maybe, maybe it helps them, uh, not go down the same paths that you and I and many others have gone down. Right. right? So, right. um, so, okay. So from there, uh, you did check into the hospital. The next morning, uh, my wife calls my, the primary care doctor again and asks him what we should do. And he's like, you need to go to the hospital right away. So we go to the hospital. And my wife works at this hospital. And uh, so the staff was amazing. Um, uh, they get me in for an x-ray. And they come in and they're like, you didn't have a fall? And I said, no, I did not have a fall like that. I had, did not have a fall like that. Sorry, somebody texted me. They're like, you didn't have a fall? And I'm like, no, I did not have a fall. I um, honestly, I, they were like, well, what happened? So I explained like everything that had happened the three weeks prior. And they're like, we're going to take an x-ray of your neck. And I was like, all right. So they took an x-ray. They, they come in and they're like, your C6 is completely crushed. How you walked in here on at all is amazing to us and i was like man i you know so then you go into all the emotions they're like you're going into neck surgery like now before we can't reverse it and i was like all right so we go do that the staff is amazing they take care of me everything's amazing and um and then I could walk again. Like I can, you know, like the, the first time everything was great. Uh, you know, I'm, so I started working out again. I started losing weight again. Uh, I was doing really well. So, so I'm sorry, before you, before you get there, what was, what was your rehab like after that surgery? There wasn't any. You were there just wasn't any. instantly better. They were, yeah and they just told me they were like just take it easy just walk basically they were like don't lift any weights my doctor didn't want me doing anything uh strenuous other than walking 
trying to lose weight. Uh, nothing. Swimming after a while was okay. Um, everything was like, yeah, he told me not to, just not to do anything. I'm pretty sure there was supposed to be eventually, but it just never happened, especially in between mm -hmm. uh, the first surgery and my second surgery. Um, I'm pretty sure in between there was supposed to be, but it just never happened. And so, so how long was it since getting discharged from the hospital to when you were fully working out full steam again? Uh, well, I never even actually got a chance to start working out again because then I had the second neck surgery. Oh, so what happened? Uh, so I'm yeah. sorry. The second neck surgery was the second or the, the fall. Like, didn't you say you but, fell? Yeah. So in, in January, like late January, I trip over a rug at work and hit my head. But uh, I was carrying a bunch of stuff. Everything was fine. But my balance wasn't perfect yet. Yeah. They said it would take a while uh, for your balance to get back. They say two years, actually, is what wow. they told me. Because so. I still, still to this day, I'm a year and it'll be two years and in january for my second one now that'll be two years so hopefully my my balance because my balance still isn't perfect yet yeah so um but it is getting a lot better obviously you lose 227 pounds and your your balance is going to get better everything's going to get better so right um so so, so yeah. the so the time between getting discharged from the hospital for the first one and you falling at work and having to need a second surgery how much time was that about two months, almost oh, two months. Okay, so that's I. I went it. in for my first scan. You know, like the rescan. They yeah. they re, they cat scan me and they X-rayed me again. And the doctor comes in. He says, "What did you do?" And I was like, well, "He's like, I told you because he told me not to lift any weights because I told him I like to lift weights." And he's like, "I told you not to lift weights." I said, "I didn't lift weights." And uh, he goes, "You crushed your C7." And I was like, what? He's like, yeah, you crushed your C7. So I, yeah, and then, so I was depressed before. Like, I was depressed before the first neck surgery. But then in between the first and the second uh, neck surgery, I I came out of it. I was doing good. I was, yeah. like, down, like, 20-some pounds, 20, 30 pounds or something like that. And I was like. I'm doing good. I'm going to lose this weight. I'm not going to have any more problems. And um, immediately, as soon as he tells me that, I just ball. I cry with my wife. There's a lot of crying. I'm not going to lie. I, I cried a lot, guys. Like, I'm emotional anyways. Even thinking about this stuff makes yeah. me emotional thinking about it. Um, well, it's emotional so stuff. I, would, I mean, <laughs> I wouldn't even apologize for it. I mean, it's yeah, just, that's life. Yeah. Hurt. I was down, and so then he's like, "We're gonna put two poles down your neck, and and do this, this, and this." And they show show me what they were gonna do, and I was like, "I don't want to do it." He's like, "He's like, you have to, otherwise you're gonna not walk again." And I was like, "Because I was walking," but he was like, "You, uh, yeah, there's a chance you can't walk again." So, so we go, we get the second surgery. I um, get sick because they forgot to put me on pain meds. So uh, then, so then they quarantine me. 
very stressful situation the second time. The staff was great. Don't get me wrong. They're very nice, very polite about everything. But somebody forgot to do something. Because <laughs> yeah. I, like, I woke up and, you know, I'm in a lot of pain. And I go, I go, Kristen, somebody right here. And she's like, why? I was like, because I can move my arms, like, without being hooked to anything. Like, I wasn't hooked to nothing. So they'd forgotten to hook me up. So then I get a fever because of the pain. They thought it was COVID because it was in the middle of COVID. I was just going to ask you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And uh, so they quarantine us for two days. Uh, the rehab people tell me that I'm going to uh, go to a home and because I couldn't walk. Like I, the second time, like my legs were like the first time my legs were perfect. I jumped right up. I could walk right down the hallway. No problem. Second time something wasn't right. Like I, like it took a while for like my legs to come back. Yeah. And so the first day they were like, no, you're going to, uh, if you can't figure out how to walk, you're not going to be able to go home. You're going to have to go into a, a, uh, assisted living home and i was like i'm freaking 39 years old i'm not going to the system living home and uh so then the next the next day i was able to get up and go to the chair because i'm not going to home yeah i just told myself i'm not going to home so then they didn't show up because of the covid situation and then uh then they let me they figured out it wasn't covid they got the test back and figured out it wasn't covid so then they're like, hey, um, they didn't come back the, that day again, I think, or something like that. I can't remember. So I walked down to the nurse's station and back. And then the last day they come and they're like, all right, well, you know, if you can't walk today, um, you're going to have to go into this assisted living home. And I said, what do you want me to do? And they're like, well, you got to walk all the way down and be able to get up one stair. So I was like, cool. So I was like, how far is it? And they're like, well, it's like triple from the nurse's station. I'm like, God, damn. <laughs> I'm like, you know, like, I'm like, that's, it was, it was in my head. It was far. Right. And in all actuality, it's probably like, I don't know, 20 rooms or something. So I go and I get, uh, you know, they still, they let you use a walker. So, but I grit this whole freaking way down these stairs. Yeah. And I, uh, I was like, how many steps I got to do there? Like one. So I did two just to show them. And it was like gritting it to get up there. And I was like, I can get my house. Cause I, I only needed one step to get in my house. Gotcha. And, um, so I get up the two steps, I go back down and then I have to go walk all the way back down the room. And I just remember like the whole time I'm like shaking and they're like, are you okay? And I'm like, yep, I'm great. Don't even... I was like... And they're like, okay, well, so I get back to our room. They're like, yeah, no, we think you can get to, you should be able to get around your house and go to the bathroom and stuff. So you should be okay. And um, it's, it's a wonder what determination does, right? Yeah. I, the home that they, the assisted living home that they wanted to put me in uh, was the same one that my mom was in at one point in time. Okay. And, uh, and my mom has sent, had since passed. So I was like, that's not where I'm going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not going there. You know, and so um, it was just it was just one of those things where I just I wanted to make sure like and then 
so then I go after I get out of the hospital, um, I go into a deeper depression than mm-hmm. I've probably ever been. You know, I eat whatever I want. I just right even even though I knew it was hurting me and and I don't know why like I get like that. I I I just think like I let we you know like you know you ever hear like the the austin powers fat bastards saying i eat because i'm sad and i'm sad because i eat right yes yes it, like that that's literally like was a, like my life at that point and, yeah uh, that that emotional eating is yeah. a monster it, and and so many of us deal with that right i mean i mean it's it really is just like um it's insidious because yes yeah it, it and it is you know even though fat bastard said it um it, yeah. it, that's what happens right i mean you get depressed you yeah. eat because at least temporarily it makes you feel good and then you get depressed because you ate yeah <laughs> right? yeah you're mad at yourself that you ate when yeah. you weren't supposed to eat yeah stuff like that so uh yeah and so you know and then my health's just not getting better it like it doesn't get better it doesn't get better and then august 1st i decide that i'm gonna i'm getting in the gym so this is so 2022 yeah this is august 1st 2022 this okay. is where it all started kind of it it i tell people it started on august 1st because that's when i started making my my accountability post right um but in all actuality it really doesn't start till september 6th but i needed the stuff to happen in august for september to even make sense right so i um i started making accountability posts i started working out i'm doing a lot of my old workouts obviously i can't do what i used to do you know like just not as strong as i was the back injury the neck injury uh just killed me and uh so but I'm going to do what I can. Um, that first week I lose 22 pounds. Now, what are you doing food wise separate from that? Oh, I, I was, so I try to go back to my old diet. And like I said, I've lost, I've lost a hundred pounds five times. now. Right. Right. So then, so at this point it was four times. And so I tried to go back to my diet from the diet before, which was a lot of food. It was way more. I never counted calories. I just thought I'm going to do this, 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 and this, and I'll, I'll be fine. You know, chicken with two cups of rice and uh, for lunch, uh, a whole bunch of eggs for breakfast, you know, uh, oatmeal, like four cups of oatmeal or something. It, it's just, so it, so it eating a, the right foods, just the wrong quantities. Right. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. I still didn't – Still to this point, I didn't understand nutrition. Gotcha. I didn't get it. I didn't get like, if you want to lose weight, you need to be in a calorie deficit. It's just, it's just science. Like it's just right. You know, like, um, uh, David says it all the time. It's just science. It's just it's just proven facts. You want to be in a calorie deficit? That's how you lose weight. It's right. just how it is. How you do it? That's on you. But that's how you got to do it. So, um. So I, and I was still doing like a cheat meal on, on Saturday night where I was eating a half of a large pizza 
by myself. The rest of the family would eat the other half and a half a gallon of ice cream because I'm like, it's my cheat meal. So, and I tell people this all the time. That was my cheat meal a long time ago. So, like, I'm like, and you know, you're younger. Maybe my metabolism was better than or something. Right. So, after I lose the 22 pounds in that first week, the next week I gain back five, obviously. I mean, it's come on. You know, like, you're eating, like, all these blah, 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 and this and that. And I'm not drinking water. I drink, you know, I drink some water, but I didn't drink enough. Um, you know, I probably drank probably 32 ounces that first couple weeks. Well, and even um, before your cheat meal, you're probably not in a calorie deficit. No, no, <laughs> probably not. Probably not even close. Um, so then I'm pretty sure the third week, if I remember correctly, I um, gained back another like three or four pounds or something like that. And I'm just like, I'm sick of it. At this point, I'm sick of it. I'm like, how did I lose two, 22 pounds, which, you know, I still didn't understand it was water weight in the beginning. Right. And then, and then, so then, so then the last week of August, I, uh, I'm going to Florida for my cousin's wedding. I get on the plane and have to ask for an extension. They give me an extra seat because I'm overweight. I'm like 450 something at this point or something like that. And I'm just like, and, uh, people stared the people in the in the front of the plane not maybe it was just because you're the first person in the plane but i you know i sat in the front and i got i got looks the whole time and i'm like this is crazy why did i sit in the front you know um maybe glutton for punishment at that point well i knew why i did it because i wanted to get off as fast as possible. yes yes you know so being up front makes sense um and they let you, Southwest lets you pick your seats. So then um, I get a phone call from my wife. My wife has this, I'm in Florida. My wife has this doctor friend that that's very nice, very polite. He's always been good friends with me and my wife. And she says, Felina is dating the boyfriend that you met last, last year. They call him Big Kent. Well, Big Ken has a weight loss program, and he, and he needs somebody over 400 pounds to be in his weight loss program. And I'm like, and I look at this guy's videos. This is the third man in history to hit a thousand pound squat. Ah. He's a power lifter by trade. Yep. That's that. That's what he does. He's, you know, his workouts. I look at his videos. His workouts are insane. I'm like. Call my wife back. I'm like, I can't do this. I can't do it. I'm not doing this. I hang up. She uh, she calls me back like a day later, and she's like, I really think you should do this. And I'm like, there's no way I can do it. Ain't, ain't going to happen. Not going to happen. So uh, we get down there. You know, like, yeah, uh, at this point, I – had been to my new doctor. My new doctor is amazing. She tells me that she wants me to stay around 50 carbs a day. Try to go lower carbs. She says you're insulin resistant. You try to go a little bit lower carb. That's going to help with all this. I'm like, okay. So I start what I thought was keto at the time. I didn't know anything about ketosis or anything. I didn't even like, I just knew keto was 
meat, cheese, you know, like right. just anything with carbs in it. So, uh, you know, I knew I could have eggs. I knew I knew the basics, but I didn't know like still probably not eating in a calorie deficit, you know, like, but when I was in Florida, I lost like four pounds. So I was like, oh, this is working perfectly. I mean, a guy that's 466, I'm going to guess that. I'm going to guess this, to stay at that weight, eating 4,000 calories was probably, probably would close. make me stay at that weight. Yeah, yeah, something like that, you know? So um, so the last day I'm about to leave Florida, and I bet Big Ken doesn't even remember this, um, but uh, Kristen's like, call him and just talk to him. He really wants you in this program. And so I just text him because I'm a, I'm a sissy. I don't, I don't, I don't know him from Adam, you know? So like, I'm like, man, I'm like, so I text him and he calls me immediately. I'm at the airport, you know, I'm about to board a plane. And he's like, so we talked for like 20 minutes and he, and he, he asked me about like my situation and everything. So I told him about the next stuff, told him how much I weigh. I told him what I was thinking about doing and he goes don't do that yet don't start keto and i was like i kind of already have he's like no don't do that yet and he's like you're gonna start he says just come to my gym we're gonna talk about this and um in the meantime you should watch the other because he had two seasons he calls them seasons it's an eight-week program i had two seasons before you Look at the winners from two seasons before you. So he had a guy lose 51 pounds in eight weeks, and he had a guy lose 61, I think, or something like that. I could be off a number or two almost. Um, and uh, so the first one was this guy named Pat that my wife had sent me. He's a season two winner. And dude's transformation was phenomenal. I'm like, you know, maybe I could do this. And then she sends me Iggy's. Iggy, Iggy's was ridiculous. You're like, holy crap. Dude lost 60 some pounds in eight weeks. Like if I could lose 60 pounds in eight weeks, I'd be super happy. If I lose 50 pounds in eight weeks, I would have been super right. happy. So, um, so I get back home and I go, we, uh, I go meet Kent and it, and uh, at his gym, we sit down, and he's like, you're coming on, no matter what. We're figuring this out. We're going to get you on here. And I was like, and I, I walk into his gym, and I'm, like, nervous. You know, I've never never met anybody or anything like that. So I, I didn't know him very much. So, And he's like, he, he, if you know Big Kent, if anybody knows him, he ex he's going to expect the best out of you, no matter who you are. And he's going to give you a big number. And he says, we're going to make a goal for eight weeks. You're going to lose 100 pounds in eight weeks. And I look at him and I'm like, no, I am not. <laughs> I'm like, if, if, if this guy, Iggy, who was like, I want to say he was like three-something when he started, if he lost 60 and I'm in the fours, maybe I can lose 80. He's like, nope, the number's 100. That's where we're going to keep it at. So the whole time I'm thinking like, you know, because this is only his third season doing this and, and 
you know, he wanted to bring me on. He recruited me. He's, he's, his business is important too. You know, like I don't want to fail this man. That's that has actually a lot of confidence in me. Um, I'm still to this day terrified about failing for him. So, yeah. Uh, you know, so, so we're going to start, we're going to start day after Labor Day, September 6th. I, uh, that Friday I was 442 when I walked into his gym, I was 444. Um, I, get in my truck and he he's like pat and you're gonna come work out with us and we're gonna do some some stuff that's not normal i'm like cool he's like so i so i get to the gym and i'm parking my my truck and i call my wife and i'm like listen i can't do this and she says yes you can i know you can uh, the confidence my wife has in me is insane. She's always said that I can do anything I put my mind to. And uh, it was just it was insane to me. You know, like, does she go? So I start crying to her because we're, I'm like, I'm going to fail at this. I'm going to fail you. I'm going to fail him. I'm going to fail, you know, my girls, you know. So I start crying. I mean, I'm getting crying thinking about it now. And, uh, and I said, I don't know nobody in there. And she says, everybody loves you. You'll do fine. And I'm like, so I wipe my tears, you know, do all this. And I, I get my big boy pants on and I, I walk into this gym and Kurt, and I've said this, you know, I've said this to you a million times. This gym is like any other, never, I've never been in a gym like this before ever in my life. The people, the atmosphere, everything. As soon as I walk in this gym, everybody's so supportive. They're like, you know, they help me with my workouts. They help me do this. They help me do that. They're helping me do things that I didn't think I could do immediately. Mm. You know, like, there's step ups. Like I can't do step ups like everybody else could do step ups. So somebody's like, I'm gonna hold your hands and you're gonna do these step ups. That's how I started doing step ups. Yeah. Um uh I uh so he makes <laughs> he has such weird workouts. So the first day, so I and there's another guy there. Um so a game pass there working out with us. Amazing guys. I meet him. They're so supportive. They're actually really good friends of mine now. Um, and then, uh, and then there's another guy there though, probably one of my best best friends, still to this day now, is Tony. Tony was 433, and I'm technically my weight was 442 because that's what I weighed in before I, uh, that Friday. And uh, so he, me and him talk. We become pretty decent friends, and. I tell my wife, well, here's my competition. Because if I make it competition, that's going to push me. I understand so, completely. I, I get driven so, like that too. Yeah. Yeah. So Tony was 433. I'm 442. And um, we got eight weeks, and I'm going to beat Tony. The first day, we push a Jeep up a hill. Kent has this big, huge Jeep Wrangler. 
and he makes everybody push this Jeep and you push it up a hill. And I tell you what, I have no idea how I did it. I really don't. Like, I, I don't know how that AJ had. I, I just kept working and everybody the whole time was cheering you on the whole time. Like, you know, you got people around you just being like, you got this, you got this, keep pushing, keep pushing. And like, so I kept pushing the whole time because those people were there. Um, yeah. Tony was there with me the whole time. He keeps pushing and, uh, uh, we get to the top of the hill and then we walk back and there's this, this video of me and him walking back and like, I can barely walk. He can barely walk, you know, like we're both extremely overweight and, um, you know, it's like one of those epic videos that we didn't know, like was going to be so epic when we, when we, you know, when they were videotaping it. Cause Kent is like big on pictures and videos. And so, you, so the days that you get discouraged, you can be like, I'm not that guy anymore. I'm not the guy that was 442 when I walked in. Right. I'm not the guy that was 466 when I broke my neck. So I'm not that guy anymore. So, so we work out. You can go to any class at, at his gym and you're going to meet amazing people. Um, that first Friday, I had to go to the early class because I was going to a 6 p.m. class. I had to go to a, 7 a.m. or 8 a.m. class and there's and there's this girl she's got to be 110 pounds soaking wet and I'm pretty sure she was doing like like he she was there to do like a figure competition or something like that her name's Ashley and then her husband Jay both work yeah you know, I worked out with Ashley the whole time so that's the weird thing you got a guy that's like 440 something over here working out with this girl that's like 110 pounds soaking wet and uh Ashley and Jay are like super supportive that time. I, you know, they didn't know me and I, I, they walked in and they just told me, you know, you can do this the whole time. And like, they were like pushing me the whole time. And like, they were so kind and so like helping me with stuff and like that. And I just, I don't think they know what they did for me that day. People, you know rare, I mean? people like, rarely do. Yeah. Yes. I know, you know exactly what, I mean? what you mean. Like, yep. The 6, the 6 p.m. class was great too. They always did that stuff for me, but that was my class. So it was like, you know, you're going to work. You walk into another class, you don't know anybody. And then they, they do that immediately. They cheer you on and stuff like that. It's like, man, I got these, these people that don't know me. They're, they're even from a different city. They're not even from the same city I'm from. And, and, you know, they're just pouring into me. They're pouring in their, their time and their, and their, um, confidence in me and stuff like that. It was just one of those amazing moments that like, I, I just remember to this day. If, um, if people don't think that kind of support is important, this is exactly why it is right. I mean, yeah. you, you walked into oh, yeah. a special environment and, yeah. and would you think that you would have the success you've had without that environment? no yeah yeah so no, I, you know because we all have loved ones that encourage us but it's it, it's a little different right when when you just have people who yeah. appear to be actually interested in your progress to the point of helping you yeah and that and that's something also that is like they go through and the like they'll be like 
like because we're all on like different diets and stuff like that yeah. and so they'll all be like how's your diet coming are you drinking water are you sleeping they're making sure you're doing the right steps and like so so that's it like so that's what i do i like i always make sure like that everybody else is if you're doing the basics right everything should be going the way it should be going right um you know there's going to be stalls that's what happens things life happens but uh but if you're doing everything right for the most part you know that everything should be coming off the way it's coming off okay so, uh, let's cut to the chase eight weeks pass what happens <laughs> like how much weight did you end up losing so i did not hit 100 pounds can't always think that i can do more than i could ever do but um i hit 72 in eight I weeks in eight, in eight weeks, weeks that's crazy good my I mean, transformation my transformation in those eight weeks was, is probably is is a really epic transformation if you look at it it's insane like if it was if it was somebody else i would be cheering them on like yeah. that's just you know what i mean but um and then tony's tony got like i want to say he hit 63 pounds down but but so even so, so though i mean i again i i think you probably accepted the fact that you uh you didn't hit your 100 but 70 just 70 pounds in eight weeks what a jump start to the rest of your program and the rest of, of right. your progress right i mean that's amazing oh, i went under 400 pounds for the first time in in a couple of years I uh, was already walking better. I was already feeling stronger. I was already doing stuff that I would have never thought I was doing. You know, doing burpees and and um, muscle ups and stuff like that. When you're 400 pounds is insane, and um, getting up and down off the ground because I couldn't do that before. Right. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. It's something we worked up towards and. Uh, it's just so much and like Kent he poured into me that first season so much uh you know he he was always because you got to text your your weight and stuff to him every morning is like an accountability thing right and uh so if your weight goes up he's gonna know that you you did something wrong or you know like if your weight goes up a lot I mean you know like a pound here and there fluctuation you know that's gonna happen every week but um if you gain five pounds over that, he's going to know. So, right, right. And if you're lying to him, all you're doing is lying to yourself. Of course, of course. So that, That's the thing about trainers is, is yeah, they're there, and you can blame your trainer for, for you not losing weight or you not doing this or you not doing that. But in all actuality, if you don't do the work that they ask you to do, right. it's on you. Right. So, so uh, this whole time, are you posting to TikTok? Because this was happening before I knew you. Yes. So, and, and I honestly never in a million years would have thought that my TikTok would have, I have like a YouTube video or, well, I have a TikTok that went, had got 300,000 views. Somebody stole it and put it on TikTok or on YouTube, got 12 million views on YouTube. Oh, jeez. And uh, it's taken down now. Like it's gone now. I don't know. They got taken down because the guy they figured out the guy had stole these videos or something like that. But uh, I never in a million years would have thought, you know, that and that that was my first hundred pounds. 
So when I hit my 100 pounds, I went and I did like a transformation video, which I'm super uncomfortable taking the videos in the first place. Right. The first videos that I took. And I took that and, you know, the fact that I had overnight success because of TikTok is insane. But I posted, I wasn't posting, Ken didn't want me to tell people my weight. He was like, don't tell anybody that you're losing weight right now. Just be like, you can say that you're having progress and you're doing well and but you can't don't don't tell people because you want people to be like oh my god you know like when you lose the weight so um so yeah so they so i i was posting but i was just posting it was more like a mental thing yep that i kept posting and um yeah i mean when when you first start off you get like 200 views you're like holy crap i got 200 views and then the first time you get three interviews you're like man i got three interviews now, if my video doesn't get like 8,000 to 10,000 views, I'm like, man, this is some bull crap. What is TikTok doing to me? <laughs> yeah, I am not you know nearly I mean? at that level. So, so I, yeah, I'm not getting those kinds of numbers. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 I don't have them all the time, but I do have them every once in a while. So I just think I'm like, come on, man. That was a good video. I put a lot of time and effort in that video. So. Nah, okay, but, uh, so so uh, so we get done the uh, the eight week thing. You you you've lost seventy two pounds, I think you said. Uh huh. And yep. and so uh, and when did that eight week program end? Was that uh, yeah. November? So it would have been yeah about about the uh, either the last week in October or the first week in November. Okay, and you and so you're you're. Darn near so to a hundred pounds down. lost at that point, and by the end of the year, by the end pounds. of the year, I was almost a hundred pounds down by that point because I was down twenty four before I started. Right, 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 right. So twenty four plus the plus seventy two, so I was down ninety six. Yeah. And so in the first ninety day, ninety days. Okay, and so and and so basically that brings us to this year. Um. And so what do you, what are you doing different? If anything, I know you're working out a lot. Um, but, um, well, I, before I was just working out, I was just doing Kent's workouts and then eventually I like upped them where I was like, so like I started doing like cardio in the mornings and, um, like weights at night or, or op, vice versa, whatever my schedule would, would, would let me do. So, um, I still do the diets that, that, uh, we have because. So, so you didn't actually talk about the, the, the diet end of things much. Uh, it was more about the, the gym. Well, so, so what did he, he have started, you changed to when he said, don't do keto? Um, so he had me do carbs first. Cause he wants, if, and I believe this for everybody, you should be eating, everybody should be eating carbs. Sure. Like I don't think carbs are an issue for everybody. Um, so we would start, you start like with like this high calorie, high carb diet, but it's super clean. It's, I mean, cleaner than anybody would eat normally. It's almost like a, and then you, you just, you take away from it if you're not losing weight basically. So he would rather you be able to, or they would rather you be able to, hit like 3,400 calories and still be able to maintain or lose weight that way yep. than if 
you you know than being in a 500 calorie deficit or something like that so um there's a lot of science to it sure which but uh eventually i did um because i started slowing down eventually i did switch to what some people would consider lower carb but it's about you know then it was about 60 carbs a day yeah now i do about 80 do you do you keep so, track of do you actually keep track of the macros i mean i know you not, so again this is anymore, a little behind no. the scenes you and i talked about this and you eat the same thing every day so you don't really pay much attention every day yeah honestly it's, it's like the easiest thing for me yeah and it's and, like it's a, it's it's the same i'm gonna i know what i'm gonna eat i'm gonna eat what i'm gonna eat and um and i'll be fine the weight the weight is what it is and and everything will be okay and it has been yeah it, i haven't but that's the thing is so I do like I'll do like six weeks of um, of like what I would say lower carb we call it a keto diet but it's not keto right and then I go do a couple weeks of, of higher carbs again yep and then I just do that rotation and I've been doing that rotation for a year now basically almost and so it, it works for me yeah I, it then that's about that's what it is i mean you kind of like trial and error with a lot of this stuff that's why you can't compare your journey to other people's journeys because you don't know what works for you until you do it right and then you know you know and it may not work for you like some of this stuff may not work for you so um but yeah so so let me ask you this uh so uh and I don't even know if I know the answer because I don't know that I've seen you post it much. But what is your current weight? Uh, so, <laughs> well, right now, I'm, this morning I was 247. 247. Okay. My last Saturday I was 239, but I'm in a higher carb week, if that makes oh, okay. sense. Okay, yeah. So I gained, I gained back by 10 pounds during these high carb weeks. And that, that would have messed with me. That would have blown my mind. Right. You know, a year ago, it would have messed me up so bad. But in all actuality, now I'm like, eh, I already know what's going to happen is planned. So yeah. I sit back, I relax. I'm like, eh, this is what it is. That's the that's the thing is, and and I think a lot of people need to. Uh, we were, I was talking with a bunch of people today about this. You need to use the scale as a measuring tool, and that is it. Yep, data points. Don't it's just don't data get points. Mad. Don't get yeah, yeah. It's just. It is what it is. Your weight is what it is. It doesn't make you less of a person because you gained back five pounds. Who cares? Well, well, and in reality, you probably didn't. You, you yeah. probably, you, you probably didn't. And it, yeah. it's, it's funny. I, I tell a story about um, uh, whenever I try to like one of my mini goals is always that next decade of of weight, right? And so I'm in the two forties now, and. Uh, my next mini goal is getting to the two thirties, right? It's, right. it's just going to that next level, but keeping it, keeping those increments small because smaller goals are easier to achieve and, right. and you can see them. So when I'm, I was on the hairy edge of the two forties on, on my scale for like a week, it was like 251, 250, 251, 250.2, you know, and, and I, I would just get on the scale, see that, see the number and go, you're such a jerk. To, to my scale like I'm just talking to my jerk my, yeah. my scale like that and I laugh about it and and get off and and because it doesn't yeah. matter because you know yeah. if you're on the right path you're gonna make it 
Right. It, it's just we need to be patient, right? Right. So, uh, so uh, you're right now. You said two forty seven, and you're in a carb week. Yeah, but I mean, to me, I don't count the weight that I gained back. So to me, I'm two thirty nine. Okay, like, fine. People, like, fine. You know that that's that's just what I say. Like, I mean, like to me, the weight that I gained back, I know it'll just fall right, right. back off. Anyway, right. So. so let's let's call it two thirty nine. Uh, what is your ultimate goal? That's hard. I don't know. So, and how tall? Wait, how tall are you? I'm five ten. Okay. And I've never been the weight that I am now. Yep. I I have some goals that are fitness goals now, that uh, may change what my weight loss goal will be. Sure. But, um, I would say two fifteen. Okay. And so two fifteen with to me 15 pounds of loose skin well so, so like, that was the other question i was going to ask you about is the loose skin a, a, end of things i know you've got some i mean because again we've talked quite a bit right um but uh so do you uh, are you planning on trying to see if you can get weight loss i mean weight loss if you can get loose skin surgery or what what is your plan uh no i don't want to okay if i can i won't yeah if i if i don't have to i won't Right. Um, I see there's a few guys on here that, that have gotten that done. And to me, it looks extremely painful. And the only surgeries I'm going to do from here on out are ones that I have to. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. And and I've so, also seen – I've seen people who have gone through that. Guys like uh, – do you follow Dustin? Yeah. 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 So yeah. Dustin, the coolest thing is he documented his entire time, right, including the right. pain. <laughs> right so right so that so i i loved seeing that but i also really appreciate the people who talk and just say look this is a trophy like this is what right. i earned and and yeah. i got no issue with that right if 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 you can work with that that's cool my biggest fear is that having so much loose skin will be painful from chafing and things like that yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know because I'm not done. Uh, but right. but um, that's 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 the only thing. So um, so let's say my let's, thing, go ahead. My thing about that is honestly, like, if you got to figure out like what clothes to wear and stuff like that. I'm sure that's going to be an issue eventually. Yeah. Like making sure that I wear certain clothes the way in the way you wear them and stuff like that. Maybe even underneath your clothes. But. Um, God, where I, I I lost my whole That's train. Okay. I'm sorry. What what uh, <laughs> one one of the things I've heard from some folks um, uh, regarding loose skin is another way to deal with loose skin is to fill it with muscle. Yeah, yeah. That's my plan for my arms. My arms really aren't that bad. Yeah. So uh, so honestly, I could totally grow my arms out and figure that out. Yeah. My upper chest. The only thing I have uh, a little bit of. Um, self-consciousness is of of my stomach so yep but i was self-conscious about that before so it really doesn't right right you know what i mean so okay and and i think uh we're we're getting ready to wrap things up but i do have a final question that i ask everybody and that is if you had one single piece of advice to give people who are just starting their weight loss journey what would it be once you start do not stop 
period, point blank. You're gonna mess up. Who cares? Yep. You you're not you're not the person you were before. So and yeah, do not stop. Once you start, do not stop. Figure it out. However way you're gonna lose weight, however way you're gonna do it, just just be you, and do not listen. You you can listen to whatever you want to. Listen to the people you want to do, but don't compare yourself to other people because you're not. Just like everybody wants to, like, oh, you know, you're losing weight this way, you're losing that way. Dude, David Goggins is the GOAT of losing weight. He lost 80-some pounds in, like, no time. Right. And um, if, you, if if everyone compares themselves, I mean, I would compare, I would try to compare myself to him because – and that wouldn't make any sense. Right. David freaking Goggins, and there's not a human being on this earth that's like David Goggins. Not one. Not one. <laughs> and so, so that's why you just, you just do not – compare yourself to another person right that that sounds great that sounds great okay aj if people want to find you on the internet where can they find you um on tiktok i am gosh uh i know my instagram is aj cook 06 i think my tiktok is aj cook 06 also um and then uh on youtube it's under endurance unleashed uh, I do have a second page that on TikTok where we're doing uh, interviews with small creators called Endurance Unleashed also. So we're going to do that. And uh, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm around. I'm in, I'm in all of Kurt's lives and all of Kurt's <laughs> posts half the time. So just, just know I'm around. You can find me somewhere. And you were right. Your, your TikTok is AJ06. 